Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. to the West Allen Halloween Takeover of the Draft Podcast. Hello, all you cool ghouls and goblins. Happy... <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's week three of the West Allen Halloween Takeover. So let me just jump right into it and introduce our guest. First off, off the jump, shout out to our guest this week, Scrump. But he used to be a dick, now he's all in. He entered a battle royal and came out with the win. Like us, he's a huge Kevin Smith fan. So go back to the PWT cast in 2019 when he interviewed the man. Anyway, he jumped on for some crossover shit. Like when the Flintstones went to space to kick it with the Jetsons. Imagine if Macho Man jumped in the ring with Hangman Page. Or if Cardi B kicked it with Lady of Rage. Maybe we just get this one wish for James Bond to meet up with Lloyd Christmas. So you get what we're doing for this week's episode of the Wes Allen Takeover. Now let's draft some weird mashups. Like if Cartman came to Sesame Street to smash Grover. <laughs> Very right. good. What's up, Scrump? I gotta say, I'm very, I'm very flattered by that intro. I, uh, I much like Kevin Smith does on his podcast. He does these long intros for his guests. I try to do the same, which depending who we have on, uh, it can either be like a three minute soliloquy about how much I love the person, <laughs> or it's like 30 seconds of me, like saying everything I have. And I immediately realize I'm like, Oh, that's everything. And I'll be like, uh, and here's war horse. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys. Also. Um, I, I'm very happy to be here. Part of the, the West Allen takeover as, uh, anyone who knows me personally, I'm, I'm Allen club for life. So uh, oh, yeah. I'm very happy. West thought of me enough to, uh, to bring me onto the draft pod. Yeah, dude, we've been having a lot of luck with Wes's guests. So you, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, we're excited to have you. That's awesome. At Scrump well, underscore one on Twitter and the PWT cast hosted by Scrump and Stank available. It's on Spotify, on iTunes, and probably other places. The only place it's not is uh, SoundCloud. Yeah, I've had them. yeah I've had people <laughs> ask SoundCloud, which is weird because I'm like I, yeah. I'm like listen, I don't know. I'm like whenever we signed up, I, I did the, the the big ones, and that's it. And if yeah. you want SoundCloud, sorry, I'm uh, I'm not on SoundCloud. So, but yeah, the PWT cast drops every Monday. Uh, it's the official podcast of pro wrestling tees, but we don't really ever talk wrestling. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's that's more, the best. Yeah, yeah. again, one of those things. Yeah, that's, well, that's usually how we pitch it to the wrestlers. Where I'm like, listen, I am not going to ask you when you started wrestling, who your dream opponent is, anything like that. Like, we're probably going to talk uh, Watchmen and comic books, yeah, yeah, everything. But like we, uh, we recorded an episode famously with Effie, uh, where it went about 45 minutes before he was like, Oh man, you guys have not asked me about wrestling once. And we're like, Oh, okay. He gives like his quick 30 second, like, Oh, this is how I became a wrestler, blah, blah, blah. 
Yeah. And that was it. And the rest of it, we were talking like Mandalorian and Nathan for you or whatever the fuck it was <laughs> we were talking about. Uh, but yeah, it's like I said, every Monday, myself and Stank, uh, we just would talk comics, uh, movies, just everything pop culture, really, and occasionally wrestling. Um, but yeah, it's fun. And we had Kevin Smith on episode yeah. 13. You I, guys, listened, Kevin I Smith. listened to that one uh, October 19th, 2019. Mm-hmm. I listened to that. Uh, and that I was the one I gravitated some, yeah. to as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember well, that very well because we went to uh, the show as well, the three of us. Um, and we got the pictures and everything like that. And then I saw that's how I kind of first saw you. I knew Wes had mentioned to you before. Mm-hmm. And then I saw on your Twitter, like you had a show where you did the Kevin Smith thing. And it was right around the same time we actually did a Kevin Smith draft where we did a whole spotlight series where we just drafted our favorite Kevin Smith moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I was like, oh, and then I think I saw the tattoo somewhere on Twitter because you have a tattoo of Kevin Smith on your leg, I believe. So, yeah, so this was uh, like three, four years ago. Um, I was... I just made the decision to get a tattoo of Kevin Smith yeah. on my shin. It's it's very big, very prominent. Uh, for some reason, uh, older women always ask if it's me. I don't <laughs> think I look like it, but I, I swear to God, I look at stop. Like I'm always in shorts, and like older women always be like, "Oh, is that you?" And I've just started to be like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" Because I'm gonna explain to a 50, 60 year old like Asian woman who Kevin Smith is. <laughs> No, you know, a tattoo of yourself sounds fucking awesome, though. That's yeah. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> and like, especially as big as uh, and like ostentatious as it is. Yeah, yeah. But I got that, and like, I guess that's how I caught Kevin's like attention. I he had done just a, a stand up Q and A basically here once, and yeah, uh, I like he brought me on stage and we talked for like forty minutes just about like the tattoo and how that is awesome. His, Wife doesn't even love him that much. Just the whole thing. Um, but when when he was doing the Jane Solid Bob reboot tour, I bought like the the most expensive VIP tier package yeah. in Third hopes way. of like. Yeah. And mine was like, listen, I was like, hopefully I can use this time to just try interview him, whether it's five minutes, whatever the fucking case is. And I had mentioned it to my buddy who works at Hot Topic. He's the the senior buyer. I'll give him a shout out, Hot Topic Joe. Uh, love you, Joe. What up, Joe? Uh, Draft podcast. Uh, no. I'm going to force him to Joe. listen to this now. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, but so I had mentioned to him, I was like, because this was right around the time he had appeared on AEW. So I was like, I'm going to fucking strike. I'm, I'm going to go for it. I email his uh, business manager. I was like, hey, you know, my name's uh, Scrump. I, I work over here at Pro Wrestling Tees. We produce the shirts for AEW. We have this podcast. I bought the VIP thing. If I could use that allotted time to, to speak with him, whether it's five minutes That'd be great. Didn't hear back. I wasn't expecting to hear back because yeah, yeah. I assume she just gets messages like this all the time. So my buddy Joe, I, I tell him about it. And he goes, oh, well, I can I can contact his his merch guy. I, that's my contact with him. And I'm like, I, there's no way I can ask you to do that. If that's something you want to do, by all means. But <laughs> I, I personally cannot ask you to do that. Right. He's like, yeah, for sure. Five minutes, five, ten minutes later. I get an email response back and they're just like, yeah, for sure. Let's set this up. So get up there. The, the whole process for, for anyone underwear was uh, they like pull those VIP people aside. I, I don't know if it was the same for you guys, same but for thing, us, yeah, they pulled yeah. us aside. Yeah. Um, everyone took their pictures, spent like maybe two, three minutes, five minutes talking with them and then kind of just fucked off. 
uh, I purposely was like, oh, I'll go last. I'll go last. I'm like, I have all this recording equipment. But my thing was, I'm going to fucking get this guy talking and just because they told me five minutes. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm going to get this guy to fucking talk and not shut up and just have it go for as long as possible. Yeah. Just hoping that my charm will, uh, my charm and my tattoo will get him to just talk for longer. And that's what it was. I think the, the whole podcast itself is like 13, 15 minutes. Yeah. We sat down. Uh, his lovely uh, tour manager, Liv, was like, you got five minutes. I said, perfect. Had him talking the whole time. And it was awesome. Like Kevin, is, Kevin so Smith yeah. is the nicest person yeah. Yeah. like ever. For any of you guys who don't know. And it was just an awesome experience. Like after we finished recording, um, he's like talking to me for like another 15, 20 minutes. He's like, how do you enjoy podcasting? Tell me what you love about podcasting. And it's just crazy to me that like I've been, I started listening to podcasts because of this man. And he's just like, what else do you like? Oh my God, isn't podcasting the, the most fun? And I'm just like, yeah, it is Kevin Smith. And he's like, come on, let's, let's take a photo of you with your leg. And I think I like, I peaked. I was convinced that this was all some sort of make-a-wish thing and no one had the heart to tell me yet. Yeah. Uh, at the point where, like, the day after he posts, he, like, on Instagram and Twitter, where he's just, or on Instagram, where he's like, oh, you know, I came to Chicago, did the show, blah, blah, blah. I also got the chance to meet Alberto again. And we sat down and recorded for his podcast. And so never in amazing. a million years that I think, like, he would be saying that. But again, just the nicest, that's amazing. The, ni- the nicest that's person awesome. ever. Um, and that's, like, my favorite episode. Like, it has nothing to do with wrestling. Like, I think we do talk some wrestling. Uh, I mentioned to him the uh, aforementioned, yeah. yeah, his best yeah. friend Jericho. Yeah. He's like, I had no idea he was a bad guy. I'm like, he is the bad guy, really. Um, <laughs> but that's my long-winded Kevin Smith story that I, I very much enjoy telling. Awesome. Uh, he's coming. He's coming back to town. They're doing the movies pop up here in Chicago, which is like ten minutes from where I live slash work. Um, so I'm going to try and finagle part two. Probably won't happen, but hey. <laughs> You know, people strange, want it, strange, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Stranger things have happened. Okay, yeah. yeah. I very much enjoy the this uh, <laughs> yeah. Zoom photo. You yeah, guys, J- old Jay Muse uh, prom prom photoed me. I felt bad with Jay Muse because the man barely spoke. <laughs> he didn't talk at all, basically. Nope, not at all. But hey, he was a, he was a nice guy. Yeah. I very much yeah. appreciated all like the free like shirts that I brought him. <laughs> I, I had this like uh, I had this little plan when we got there right after that picture was taken. I I we started to walk away and then I grew a pair of balls and I turned back around and I had like a business card and a little note that I wrote to Kevin, you know, and I said, hey, man, I said, I know you probably get a billion people that say this to you, but I'm a huge fan. I'm like one of your biggest fans. I love you a lot. And we have this podcast, and the dream of ours would be to have you on it or whatever. And I just handed him the shit, and I just kind of walked away. And he's like, yeah, yeah, man, that's great. But I know that it probably just went right into a trash can right after I walked away. <laughs> but still, I was, it was, you know, I took my shot. <laughs> yeah. And that's what shot. it is. Yeah. That's what you got to do. Like, I, like, when we started our podcast, I was just like, my dream guest is Kevin Smith. And then... 13 episodes later like we got him and it was very much just like me throwing it out there so i've now started uh throwing it out there that i want to get brendan frazier on oh, the show. Shit. that oh. would be amazing we, right like yeah. i just i've it, that's just what i want so yeah, I, for before my birthday i bought like a brendan frazier autographed mummy playset uh <laughs> from this prop from this props company lilu multi props just because they had it. Yeah, and yeah. I, I figured 
I need to have that. And apparently, according to them, Adam on him on you. According to them, I'm the only one with with that thing really? in existence. Yeah, it oh. was the only one that he signed. So, like, there's a there's a piece for us to talk about. Be like, hey, you know, I'm the only person with this autograph mummy playset. Let's sit down and talk because I've I know someone who knows him personally, and then I've heard some pretty out there Brendan Fraser stories, which just makes me want to talk to the oh, guy even man. more, yeah. you know? Let's yeah. make it happen, well, plus, Brendan Fraser. You got Doom Patrol, and it's fucking amazing. I love that mm. show, dude. It's so fucking oh, it's good. so good. Yeah, and he's yeah. amazing in it, so. That first episode, yeah. man, it was like, it was tearjerker. <laughs> I'm yeah. hoping for a resurgence of him in Hollywood, because we need more Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you've uh, frequently had uh, one-time draft pod guest, uh, Marty DeRosa, on there. From uh, yeah. Marty and Wrestling. Oh, I I love PWT Marty. Cast is doing some shit. Yeah. Listen, Marty, Marty was our first episode. Marty, he's like a mentor of mine. Uh, I've known him since I was like eighteen. I'm 27 now. Oh, and, that's awesome. uh, Yeah, he. We literally just like met at a wrestling show. He like tweeted out, "I'm gonna be at Extreme Rules." And I told my girlfriend at the time, I was like, "I I gotta go get a picture with Marty DeRosa." <laughs> and since then, like I've I've come to take uh, Cash Allen under my wing and very much the same way that Marty DeRosa took me under I his like wing. That. That's awesome. You know, like yeah. he, the one thing I learned from Marty is like, he pat, you know, uh, like pass it on. Like if you can do something cool for someone, do it. And yeah. being the, like, I work for pro wrestling teams, a lot of times are like, I get to do really cool shit. So I'll try to like pass that on yeah. just because Marty, Marty DeRosa taught me that. Um, but we actually, you know, it's the Halloween spooky season. We did a review of The Shining. Shining. Yeah, with I him. Yeah. To that. yeah, so which it wound up being more so just like ho- like horror movies, Halloween movies in general. Yeah. Uh, but and he showed up to the recording studio dressed just like uh, um, Jack Torrance, which was also <laughs> it's really fun. It was a really fun yeah. bit that he did. Uh, but yeah, Marty is a huge influence on me. I try to uh, try to be half the podcaster that man is. Because, Shout out to Cash, who's yeah. a member of Jabroni U Network on Why Did We Ever Meet Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Yeah. James, drop those balls, oh, I gotta man. I got to drop the balls. You know, uh, yeah. speaking of Marty DeRosa, when we had him on, I ended up in Chicago about a month later. And I just mm-hmm. had, I was like, you know, I was just on the thing with, with Marty. I wonder if I could text him and he'd come hang out. I texted him. He was out of town, but he texted back, and he's like, "Dude, if I was there, I'd be at the bar drinking with you right now." Like, yeah. he's a badass I, I dude. Almost, yeah, I almost went and saw yeah. him at a stand-up show. I was at a thing in Chicago for work, and I just couldn't make it. But like, uh, yeah, he messaged back and was like, "I'm doing it this night and this night," and unfortunately, schedule didn't work. But next yeah. time we're in Chicago, um, we we want to get a uh, Jabroni U crew up to shy town and uh maybe we can all meet up and hang yeah to give you guys the uh the famous uh pro wrestling tees tour that's how uh <laughs> that's how you get like our pants off. People... yeah he wants to get yeah. Yeah, he wants to get us in the ring whoa yeah. appreciate the throne <laughs> <laughs> well uh well like drew you, you're wearing the john and way shirt that's how i became yeah. friends with them i was just like you guys want to just check out pro wrestling tees because <laughs> i don't think i don't think most people know like if you've seen the uh, behind the merch, the the movie on YouTube that uh, yeah. they did of ours, you you see a lot of stuff. But we're just it's everything's so constantly changing. Like the shop doesn't even look like that anymore. 
no shot last summer. Um, yeah. But it is pretty cool just like seeing people walk around. And they're like, what the fuck? I had, I had no idea you guys did all this. And I'm just like, Oh, we will come yeah. up there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah for I, sure. Uh, hell yeah. I follow PWTs on Instagram and I always see like, it's always like, well, oh, bought another warehouse today. Like <laughs> just expanding again. Like it's crazy. Well, it's very much like I, I was around for the first, like I, I was around when it was just one hour tees. Um, and it used to be just a small little storefront. And now we've got two warehouses uh, and then two buildings like on this specific block. So it's always funny when we have like we have these real shitty neighbors. There's these like stupid, uh, expensive condos like right next to us, and we're always blocking the alley with trucks and stuff. And they always get mad, and occasionally they'll be like, "You don't own this alley." We're like, "Well, we technically own four plots of uh, land on the alley, like on this plot." So <laughs> kind of, <laughs> we kind of do. You know, we we have a lot more at stake than than most of you guys, but for sure, that's the. The invitation is there. If you guys head up to Chicago, oh, will, let me know. We'll, we'll do it for oh, sure. Yeah. I would gladly, so I I gladly show you guys out, Cody's throne. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess check out ProWrestlingTees.com as well. You got AEW merchandise there, um, Stone Cold, CM Punk, um, just a bunch of really cool shit. Um, a badass, I'm seeing it right now, Best Friends and Orange Cassidy Bestest Friends t-shirt. That <laughs> thing's amazing. So, yeah, definitely check out ProWrestlingTees.com and um, support them. It's a good way to support uh, a lot of the wrestlers out there that um, can't can't do their job to the extent of how they would want to do it right now due to all the bullshit going on. So, James, with that, give us the order. All right, here we go. So, Scrump, you got the number one pick, my friend. Whoa! Oh, so, that's unheard of. Usually the guest doesn't get number one. That's pretty awesome. Uh then we got James number two, Drew three, Andy rounds it off. Fine. That's fine. Man. And, oh, I guess what we're doing, we should tell people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now that we're this far into it and haven't said really, um, but we are doing um, mashups of horror characters and then just characters from other things. Anything. And, um, right? From yeah. anything. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But the stipulation is if you take, you know, a vampire or a werewolf, like, the first one that goes off the board, the rest of them are gone. But I think humans just in general are out there and available. Um, so it shouldn't be <laughs> bad. But, you know, um, but for the rest of the monsters, if you take one, the rest of their kind is gone. Okay. That sounded bad, but that's what it is. All right. That's the nuclear so, rules. Wow. That's right. That's right. All right. Let's pop that uh, top. Or creak the door. It's actually, Halloween season. I actually changed the timer because you guys hated it so much last time that I, uh, <laughs> I changed it. So let's see what okay. it is. Let's see what it is this week. There's the start. <laughs> Off to a great start. <laughs> All right, Scrump. Now you got two and a half minutes to make your first pick, whatever you want it to be. All right. So for my first pick, uh, I immediately thought of, I was like, I have to incorporate uh, the Devil's Rejects. You know, I'm, I'm talking about... Uh, the, from the second movie, obviously. Yeah, we got yeah, the three. Yeah. And I thought, who would be the most formidable foe for these people? And immediately, I thought, the Punisher. You oh, know? my God. You have, oh. you have four people who are just insane. They're good. They're very resourceful at whatever they have around. They, they're they really good at getting who they're setting out to get. Uh, so for my first pick, it'll be the Punisher. Take your pick at whichever 
Punisher uh, and the Devil's Rejects. Sure about that? Dolph Lundergan, <laughs> Punisher. <laughs> Even better, you know? Dolph Lundgren will get a resurgence. But uh, yeah, the Devil's Rejects versus the Punishers met my first pick. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's a fun movie. That's a fun movie right there that feels like it could actually happen. Yeah. Listen, Disney's buying up everything. There is, it's there. The possibility yeah. is there. Dennis Disney's on the phone with Rob Zombie. Hey, we want to buy your yeah. collection. <laughs> oh, that's what's awesome. It's like it's it's uh, co-done by Rob Zombie and James Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you have the James Gunn connection. It's it's very doable. You know, there's there's a talks of a hundred Spider-Man in the next Spider-Man movie. So why can't you do Punisher versus Devil's Rejects? There's like a hundred Neos. I don't see why not. Yeah, listen, it would it would be way better than Three from Hell. I don't know if any of you guys saw Three from Hell, yeah. but I have not. I didn't see don't. it. Don't. No. Yeah. 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 Wait, wait for Punisher versus <laughs> Devil's Rejects. It'll be, it'll be a lot better. Yeah. I promise. Oh, yeah. Coming in 2022. Who's playing <laughs> your version of the Punisher? Uh, well, I like um, uh, what's his name from a Netflix show? John Barenthal. Um, John Barenthal. He, yeah. He's awesome punisher to me so in the perfect universe him or just for the sake of lol's Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> <laughs> but right now not like taking him back in the time machine oh it's no like, yeah right no. now yeah even <laughs> better right now so that's uh, yeah that's yeah. Like that 10 seconds, 10 seconds. yeah it's too loud mm-hmm. still too loud i shouldn't have done this either no it's not it's it's good on our side oh, okay uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's fine okay, it's fine on my end all right yeah, it's not as jarring either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, That's a solid pick, a solid pick, solid pick. Damn. I'm not even ready for my pick here. What do I want to do number one? I got a lot of, I got a lot of f- funny ones. <laughs> you got a lot of number twos? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ain't that some shit? Actually, you know what? I- that happens to me a lot. I'm like, this is really good, but it's not a first round pick. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do have a good first round pick. Uh, and I, I think I, you know, it's pretty smart of me to take this now because Drew probably would have taken it next considering it's his favorite guy. So I'm going to go with Wayne Campbell versus Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> I like what you did there. That's, that's way better than my Michael Myers versus. I had a Michael Myers, but I'm very, I, I don't mind having to switch it up because yours is, it is that's great. I've been, yeah, was, Mike Myers you had to get Mike Myers versus, versus Mike, Mike Myers. Myers. And also, um, you know, Wayne Campbell, like he has the thing where he can kind of stop. T- he's almost got powers in a way. He's it's Wayne's fucking world, man. You're in. Yeah. It's just like Freddie. Uh, it's just like a different guy, but like, you know, Freddie Mercury. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is his world. So he has the ability to freeze time. He can look at the camera. He can, he can grab Garth for some, you know, backup or whatever. And, I didn't, I, you know, I didn't think about that, but yeah. now that you say it, Zach Morris wouldn't be a bad pick. It wouldn't be a bad pick for sure. Any, just anybody you can pause yeah, time. Anybody who can pause time in real. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, you can throw Ferris Bueller in there as well as yeah. someone who can yep. just yep. exactly. Yeah. I actually uh, that's kind of a yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. Oh <laughs> man, 
I actually got Abe from it, so you're going to have to get him first. <laughs> I love the idea of them also having, you know, a top ten list or whatever where they're on the couch shooting a public access show. Yeah. And both Mike Myers are sitting on the couch together. I like the idea of the, the horror Mike Myers just hitting a swing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> He's just silently pulling the tabs. Yeah. <laughs> I also picture like Mike Myers doing the whole card gag where he's like reading the the cute cards, but he's got little things pointing at <laughs> yeah. Michael Myers. Like, <laughs> look at this guy; he just stands there. Whatever, you know, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a good Wayne, but yeah. <laughs> no, that was a spot on impression. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, all right, Drew, you're up. Okay, okay. Well, this one was actually teased last year. I don't know if you guys remember the promotion for huh? this movie. No. But I'm going Ch- Chucky versus Buzz Lightyear. No! Oh, my oh, God. God. Okay. Yeah. God, I had two for Chucky. Oh, that one hurts. Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, Child's Play, when it came out last year, the the remake, they actually... Like, some of the posters was literally, like, him walking away from, like, a busted Buzz Lightyear or a broken Woody. Because they both came out the same day last June. Oh, wow. Toy Story 4, oh. yeah. So, like, they were, they yeah, they were pushing that, so. I actually so it's, had. It's weird that, like, these yeah. movies of toys coming to life both coming out at the same time. Yeah. That's funny because I had Woody written down, so I was in the same ballpark. Oh. Yeah. I had Ted. Ted written down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, fun. That's do you get? That, do you guys remember that scene from Toy Story where Buzz? It used to always make me cry as a kid. Where Buzz thinks he's he's real and he oh, jumps off the ledge and just slowly starts falling down into like the realization of like, yeah. oh shit, he is a toy. I'm he just, just goes into this yeah. deep depression. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> that, that one always just like fucked me up as a kid. Oh my god. Damn, now that you say it. Yeah, I know. Now I feel sad. Uh. The one that got me is like when they were like by the furnace with with the mean ass teddy bear, right? Oh, that one's oh, yeah, that one's terrible. Yeah. And now I have a kid, so I watch those Toy Story movies all the time. So now I'm not gonna view that buzz scene, you know, uh positively anymore. It's just gonna Well they like play that like I think it's like Phil Collins too in the background. As he's just like falling down, contemplating his life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you know the scene in that movie that kind like of a car crash. Yeah, the scene in that movie that upset me is when the next door neighbor kid starts like tying fireworks and shit to all the toys mm-hmm. because, and I actually had flashbacks to like my next door neighbor when he would fuck up my shit all the time. And, like it, yeah. I had a little PTSD moment <laughs> with that. Man, Chucky. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay, that's okay. I'm just going to stop it. I think we're on to the next one. So, with Chucky off the board, do all dolls go off the board? Since that's like one specific... I think they do. ...type of monster? Okay. Or, but then Wes made the comment that, uh, that the serial killers are the... Would he be considered a slasher? Or no? Yeah. Because he said all slashers are on the board, so... Okay, okay, well... Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if, if dolls are all the same or whatever, so. I don't know how many more um, dolls I'll there just, are. I'll just go a different direction. Yeah, okay. 
Um, all right. So for my first pick, I got to get a banger, right? I got to get something. Yeah. That's just really damn good. So I, I actually, this is a great first pick. I'm going to go with Xenomorph versus Agent J, Will Smith and Men in Black. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Now that is a crossover that if they pulled this off, I think it would be a ton of fun. I think, yeah. You could, you could, you could uh, lighten up Xenomorph and you could darken, you know, Will Smith and and bring another agent in with him, get Hemsworth, sorry, Hemsworth, but get you out of the men in black thing. Just go back to Will Smith, um, give him a new partner and then, uh, Let's get dark with it. But that would be, to me, that's a, that's a great matchup right there. I think about, like, halfway through that movie, you would have to have, like, uh, Tommy Lee Jones, like, be unfrozen and join him in for the action. Oh, I like sure. that. Definitely. You know, I like you, that. You could throw throw someone in there for, like, the first half of the movie as his new partner. He gets, you know, fucking wrecked, and he unfreezes Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> I'm into this idea even more now. You just made my pick even better now. I, I, I didn't even think of it, but I love that. Well, like, what would be the ultimate foil for a xenomorph? Tommy Lee Jones. That's true. That's true. <laughs> he's the ultimate foil yeah. for everything. Yeah, it's, uh, it makes he sense. He's messing him up, and then Tommy Lee turns into, you know, one of the aliens himself, and it's like, oh, shit. I'm dealing with a different breed here. <laughs> you know? What? Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones also has, like, he's got all the knowledge that Will Smith doesn't have, you know? He knows right. about all the aliens, right. what their deals are, what their what their guns do, all that shit, so he knows how and to And we get, a, 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 like, a new 2020 version of Here Comes the Men in Black, you know? <laughs> That's right. We can, What's we that can stand all for? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Men in Black. Um, uh, I'm into it. Oh, man. Oh, you going to your next pick? I am. I am. All right. All right. Look, I'm not a huge fan of these things. And I don't think anybody is that actually can think for themselves. When you're a kid, the people that are into these things, they just haven't fully developed their brains yet. So... I'm going to go with the clown here God. and I'm going to take, I'm going to take Pennywise. but here's the thing. I'm not a clown fan. So if I'm thinking about somebody that could go up against a clown and win, I'm talking about Ray, Sean Wayans and scary movie. <laughs> <laughs> what the? <laughs> uh. I can't believe my Pennywise pick is getting burned. I know, dude. I have such a good one for that, too, and it just got totally fucked. Well, uh, so did Pennywise. I know. <laughs> yeah. Mine is... Uh, uh, Uncle Ray Ray got well, a surprise for you. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is um, Pennywise versus Eric Northman from True Blood. So it's brother versus brother. Oh. Bill versus Alex. I like that. I like that. I'm glad that... I, I, yeah, I'm glad you didn't get that because I would have taken clowns and vampires off the board. So I know. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, what I like about this is it flips the genre on its head, um, pun intended. And, um, you know, Sean or, or Ray 
is going after the clown. What kind of clown? You know, man. Um, so you know, clowns they have heads. <laughs> well, you know the little stall hole and all that. Yeah. But um, what I like is that Ray Ray is actually going after Pennywise and chasing him down the sewer and all of that kind of stuff yeah. and bringing him balloons. So I like the idea that the clown is being uh, terrorized, even though the clown is the horror character for kids. All right. Yeah. See, mine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I want to say what mine is, but I don't want to overshadow your pick. Mine's too good. Mine's too good. Look, to mine's it. NC-17. You can't overshadow <laughs> it. We're showing full dick on my uh, movie. Uh, Maybe I'll save Shout it for out Jason Siegel. This this time the clown gets the dick in the ear. That's right. <laughs> 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 All right. All right. Drew. Well, I'm Man, gonna pick that. Guy that's gonna get so annoying were... by the end of this. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna pick that guy. I think you were alluding to. Um. Now he may be at. A, he may think, okay, he's a definite disadvantage because it's two versus one. But you got to remember, he can get in his dreams. So I'm going Freddy Krueger versus Wolverine. Ooh, claws versus claws. I like. And you it. know Wolverine's got some fucked up dreams, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm liking that. Plus, oh, I, yeah, I don't know if, like, good. I wonder if, like, his healing doesn't really, like, how does that affect him if he's sleeping, you know? Does it slow down his healing process hmm. at all? Or does it speed it up? Oh, that could be, too. Yeah. More energy going. Damn. Can he Drinks. heal Can he heal Freddy right out of his brain? You know what I mean? I don't know. Ooh. Who knows? I think it opens up, like, the opportunity to have some, you know, there's always, like, those fucked up scenes where he, like, decapitates someone in their sleep. Yeah. Immediately have him do, like, burst out of Wolverine's chest, and he would just, fit, you know, fix right up and trap Freddy. Yeah. That makes any sense? Like, oh, yeah. Like, it by head. It would, like, yeah. seal yeah. around him. the healing factor. Yeah. Yeah, just get there, and then he's sort of just fucked there and, and stuck. Man, what I like about this, too, is the comic relief. <laughs> Is actually Freddy in this scenario? Freddy's the one bringing the comedy to these movies, and Wolverine's actually the darker character. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And Wolverine is—he'll de- definitely do that, where he brings the two blades down and just has the one up in the middle yep. like that. He'll definitely <laughs> do that. That's his. Best. Maybe he'll show up under his bed like that whole waterbed scene, where like there's the naked chick, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe that's like what's going on with Wolverine is like. Gene Gray or some shit is like topless swimming, right? And then boom, turns into Freddy. Whoa, there's some good shit you could do here. What if you it, could even re go ahead? You could you could even recreate that scene from X two where uh, Mystique's trying to get down with him as Gene Gray. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, I like the idea, of- but it's actually Freddy. I like this the idea. Need a bell Buster. <laughs> this might need one. Okay. We have sound effects, Grump. Like a lot of them. (laughs) I like the idea of Wolverine and Freddy Krueger versus waterbeds. (laughs) (laughs) Just them trying to get into bed. Like, fuck these waterbeds. (laughs) Yo, waterbeds are fucked up for real, though. Like, waterbeds, like... 
I like that like, you're using your bell breaker to talk about water beds. Well, like James brother there, that's not what I thought was going to happen here. But like, you ever go over to a friend's house and they have a water bed, and you were like, "Oh, this is so cool." And then like it's three thirty in the morning, and you're still feeling like you're on a raft in a damn wave, and you're like, "Okay, this is some bullshit," and I can't wait to get home. Like, I, I don't know. know. That's not the same. Uh, not the same well, stories that I had. Plus, as soon as somebody moves, like, you just go, like, flying. Yeah. You could get caught in the corner of the, the waterbed and then, like, the wooden piece of the bed and, like, yeah. part of your body stuck there. And you're just, like, staring at their bone thugs and, um, you know, gone trucking half-naked half chick. And you're just, like, stuck there for two hours. You have this odd is, friends. This you is way so, too specific, so too. There's something, something happened yeah. to you, and this is... Uh, That's a true story. That happened. I had a, I had a waterbed growing up, and I liked to... We're just doing waterbeds now. But <laughs> I, I had one growing up, and I slept... I had it, like, overfilled. I loved it being a little overfilled. And then I yeah. would, like, I would roll to the side into that crack, and then you'd just be. So you liked of, being in the crack. Oh, I loved it, dude. And then you'd just kind of be floating, and you'd have airflow going from like between the crack and on the, you know, like you're constantly cool all night long, you know. And then, see, I thought it was very hot. I thought no, the bed got very hot. Not for me. I love, dude. I crank that AC down. It gets the water bed nice and cold too. But ever since then, ever since not having a water bed, I've like my whole life, I've tucked pillows under myself. So that I oh, can I sleep too, in a yeah. crack like I have that, yeah. that waterbed still. I miss that. Oh, I'm a bitch when I sleep. Yeah. I got like five pillows around me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Well, shit. Waterbeds. Bell breaker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. It's my turn. Okay, so. Waterbeds. <laughs> uh, we told you it was going to go off the rails. So aliens... Uh, I'm, I'm loving it. Yeah. <laughs> aliens are off the board now, right? Like all aliens. Um, it has to be, right? Yeah. Elliot well, Gonzalez is available. Unless I have one. Let me check. <laughs> I do no, have I one. Yeah. I do have one that I'd really like to take, but... It, well, aliens are just off the board from a horror perspective. If you want to take an alien as your other against the horror character, that's that's fine. Okay. Wait, I no, okay. I'm not going to do that. But that's okay. good to know. Good to know. I'm going to go, here we go. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go Batman versus Annie Wilkes. Misery. Ooh. And here's here's my here's here's my thoughts on this, okay? So like my idea is that this is after Bane breaks his fucking back and he's launched into that hole and now oh, Annie Wilkes okay. is his caretaker in the bottom of that pit. Oh man. Dude, she just has that, a shit ton of Batman comics. Well, is she a Bruce Wayne fan or a Batman fan like well, she, which is she Yeah, I mean all she knows is that Batman got his back broken. She doesn't know who Bruce was. She lives in a fucking pit. She doesn't know shit about shit. So, like, right. she doesn't know who this is. She just knows Bane dropped this dude in here, you know? You don't think she gets, like, a weekly comic of uh, a new Batman? 
and she's just got like all she has is Batman comics in her, I, you know, cave. I don't think that she has a subscription to any comic books <laughs> or anything. She has no clue who Batman is or who Bruce Wayne is. She just knows that this dude fell into a pit and he's got a broken. Does she back. still have the little statues? Oh yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's literally her house recreated at the bottom of the pit. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> uh, Damn, how's she surviving? What's she eating? Uh, people that get <laughs> dropped in the pit. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like I know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's my pick. Batman vs. Annie Wills. Scrump, you're up. All right, uh, so for this next one... Um, I'm picking the kids from Attack the Block uh, versus the Terminator, specifically from the first movie. Oh, my God. Yeah, because that first movie is a horror movie if I ever saw one. And if you watch the the HD version, you see uh, Arnold's dick swinging back and forth. Uh, Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, I recently saw it uh, on Blu-ray, and there's like the scene where he shows up, and there's there's little Arnold just swinging back and forth. Yeah. I don't know why. Was it? I feel wow. like I'm really excited to see that now. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I'm, I'm super pumped. All I can think about is like, "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids," and like a bunch of people shrink down, and they're just like going off of his rope hanging dick, like a summer camp, you know, thing where they drop <laughs> into a big lake. I don't know why I'm thinking about that, but. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I feel like this is another real specific thing to you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but I I figured all these little British kids with, uh, you know, their their accents and uh, Arnold with his, it would just make for a very, uh, a a movie that you need the subtitles for. Oh, yeah. Attack the Block is so fun, too. That's such a freaking good movie. Oh, it's the best. It's, I mean, that movie and... uh, what is it? The Force Awakens can just both be described as John Boyega and his friends fighting aliens. <laughs> uh, that's, that's exactly right. That's fucking awesome. I, yeah. lo- I love this idea. Plus, it reminds me, it gives me a new age horror feel of Last Action Hero, which is one of uh, my faves. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like all the kids and Arnold being together. Oh, okay. All right. Good vibes. All right. I'm into this. All right. Well, the thing with that one, too, is you could switch it up either way, and it's like you can make Arnold the protagonist. This guy's just trying to kill this little boy, and all these little British kids are fucking with him. Or you switch it around, and, you know, the the kids are being harassed by this giant Austrian man. <laughs> it's either e- either way. That's right. That's true. It does yeah. work either way. It could be, yeah. yeah, protection or just straight up attack. What if it's oh. Arnold coming after them and then they flip the script and they go after him? <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Boom. And then they fight over a waterbed. <laughs> <laughs> I want the crack. That's that's uh, uh, what's, what's it called the MacGuffin? <laughs> like that's that's the whole the crux of the movie. It's a waterbed. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> All right, Scrumpa. Uh, so we do serpentine style. So you're back on. All right. I mentioned this man earlier and how how big how much of a fan I am of his. I'm of course talking about Rick O'Connell, played by the one and only Brendan Fraser in the Mummy, yeah. and he he's fought so many mummies, and that's fun, that's cool. But in this, he's going to be fighting the Creeper from Jeepers Creepers. 
Oh my god! Uh, oh my god! Jesus. That's actually a legit badass movie. That's right a, I yeah. I want to see. Yeah. This is like the first one that I've really been like. I would fucking watch that shit. See, in my head, uh, it's you, Brendan Fraser gets some sort of career resurgence, and they're like, "All right, where where can we go with this next Mummy movie? This la- the last one flopped, yeah. and Jeepers Creepers, we need to get out of the hands of that pedophile." Yeah. So cr- cross these two over, and it's perfect because it can be set at any time because it's what every twenty three years uh, that the creeper shows up, right? Yeah, see, it can be back in the 40s. I believe that's where uh, those older mummy movies were set. So you could yeah. definitely pull it, could, it off. It could be like, hey, Creeper, you're on the wrong side of the river. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite line from a mummy. <laughs> hey, Benny, you're on the wrong side of the river. I, I don't know. God, I forgot how creepy the Creeper looks. Dude, the Creeper, like... Jeepers Creepers 1 is is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Fucking Justin Long, just the Creeper in general. He's got a fucking pit. So, Annie Wilkes could be down there, you know? Yeah, and Batman. we just have a whole bunch of, <laughs> a whole draft pod verse, you know? <laughs> well, even that, that second one where it's just them stuck in the, on the school bus in the middle of the road. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking unnerving. Like, I could not... I would just be a total bitch and just hide underneath a seat, just balled up the entire oh, no time. Doubt. Oh yeah. Like no I've seen, even in, in that universe, I would have seen enough horror movies to be like, fuck you guys. I'm hiding down here. I'm good. Yeah. I, I actually haven't seen the third one. Is it any good? That was the one that the, the guy got like caught with all the shit or whatever. And that it got like, by, by then he had been exposed yeah, as a pedophile. Right. Yeah. yeah. And now very, very poor CG effects okay oh yeah didn't like didn't like sci-fi release it like or something like that like it was yeah they, think- they basically got like this you know million like millions of dollars movie for for dare cheap because the guy like the studio was like we don't want this anymore yeah. and I, i'm pretty sure sci-fi was like we'll take it. <laughs> it it very much looked like one of those sci-fi like crocodile versus uh the Megalodon. <laughs> yeah. That level of effects. Uh, Saturday, 8 p.m., world premiere. <laughs> yeah, one of those things. Sharknado versus Creeper. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. All right, here we go. One of them's taken. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right, so... Some of my some of my favorite ones are like off the board now and it's it's ruining my whole deal. Um yeah. I think I'll go with I think this would be pretty legit. It's almost in the same vein as Freddy vs Jason in a way because it's like two powerhouse dudes co- going against each other. And I'm going to go John McClane versus Jason Voorhees. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Man. I was bummed. Jason was going to be my next one. Oh, really? Well, I'm glad yeah. I got it then. You scared the crap <laughs> out of me. You scared the crap out of me how you started. You'll figure it out when I take my next pick. Okay. That's damn good. I had, uh, I had Jason versus Casey Jones. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's pretty. Oh, that would have been. That's legit. Yeah. That's legit. 
Mask yeah. first mask. Yeah. I went with John McClane just because Jason is like, Jason is, uh, he just is a glutton for punishment, just like John McClane. You know what I mean? Like, you could beat the fuck out of Jason, he never stops. You beat the fuck out of John McClane, he never stops. So when and these two... And McClane's going to be smarter, too. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. where McClane has a chance, because he can outsmart him. Yeah. Um, even though, obviously, Jason's going to bring the thunder a little heavier. But McClane can do his thing. He could hide in some vents and shit, you know? Have you seen that new commercial for Die Hard Batteries, where they got they got uh, uh, Bruce Willis to do John McClane? And, like, he's going into, like, oh. a, an auto parts store and buying the battery, and he's, like, running from, like, dudes that are trying to kill him, and there's a bunch of explosions <laughs> and shit. It's pretty badass, actually. It's funny. I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. I need to check it out. But, yeah. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't aware he was still doing... The character for for car battery commercials, but <laughs> you can get Bruce Willis for anything now. If you want him on your pod, just give him give him a text or an at on Twitter, and he'll be right there. Brucey, <laughs> I just let it go. I don't know. All right, Drew. All right, so in the last. Uh, I guess 20 years now. The uh, one of the scariest ghosts to ever show up in a in a movie made herself uh, known as Samara, and uh, in the ring. And the only way to truly get rid of her is to get Peter Venkman on the case. Oh, so I'm shit. going Samara from the ring versus Peter Venkman from Ghostbusters. I like that a lot. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Okay. I see what you're doing. Yeah. And Peter, Peter isn't even really like the smartest of the Ghostbusters, you know? So like, this is going to be tough for him, I think. Well, he'll probably get his friends to join in, I would imagine. Well, yeah, I just had to kind of, I, I thought I had to choose one, but Scrump said a whole group, so I'm going to say all, all, all the Ghostbusters then. Yeah. <laughs> Leslie Jones and all of the rest of them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. You got it. Oh, man, I just actually typed Ghostbusters versus Peter Venkman. <laughs> oh. Uh, but, yeah. Double cross. <laughs> it's a wrestling storyline right there. You know, you know my favorite Samara moment is in the – I think it's the second movie when the – lady's daughter the main lady's daughter is like trapped inside some or samara is trapped inside her daughter and she has to go and feed her this like sleeping pill to make her fall asleep so she goes in the kitchen and makes her a peanut butter sandwich and she crushes up like what must be 150 sleeping pills to the point where the whole sandwich is covered in like a mound of powder like this. <laughs> she smashes it together and gives it to Samara. And I just imagine like if you ate that thing, you would like first for one, like a bunch of pill dust would blow out of the sandwich all over the fucking place. <laughs> and for two, you'd get it in your mouth and you'd be like, what the fuck? Like it would be like, you'd have like, I don't know. You wouldn't be able to chew it. Right. And then like in the, in the scene though, Samara bites it and she's like, it's great, mommy. I love it. But I'm thinking, no, you don't. No, you don't, bitch. Her face would just be covered in the shit, too. Yeah, like a, she's like a crackhead. It's all over. 
He's got a sleeping pill mustache. <laughs> if anybody wants to take that sugar pixie dust stuff and yeah. put it on a sandwich and videotape it and send it to us, feel free. We'd love to see it. If I was Samara, I'd be like, Mom, can I get a glass of milk with this fucking dusty-ass sandwich? <laughs> At least a uh, condiment. Throw some ketchup or some shit on uh, it. Oh, shit. Oh, man. All right, Andy. All right, here we go. This this one is going to be fun as hell. Look, man. That we've got one of the most deadly horror animal killers of all time with Cujo. And what's okay. the best thing to go up against him? It's Ace Ventura. Ooh. Oh my god. I just gotta I just gotta do this real quick. I don't know if you can see it. No. I don't know. It says I, Ace, I Ven- Ace Ventura. It says Ace Ventura yeah. first Cujo. Oh man, it's perfect. <laughs> Look, two of us are on board with it. That's right. Yeah, I love this matchup so much. Um Ace Ventura, like you can almost have like two sides of the movie coming like it almost will feel like two movies with Cujo just straight ripping shit up and doing his thing and then Ace Ventura trying to find him like the damn dolphin you know and uh, like I think this could be a lot of fun when we finally get the matchup and he's not scared of Cujo because that dude doesn't have any damn sense you know but um, he's you know he's he's an animal guy so maybe he can uh, control Cujo but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I think he'll be able to talk him down for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if not, it'll at least be funny seeing him get, you know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Maybe we could bring, like, Finkel back and, and have Finkel get eaten. Um, I like the idea of some of the old Ace Ventura, uh, even, even when nature calls, um, some of the callback uh, people from those movies uh, getting torn up by Cujo. You know, uh, before Ace Ventura gets to him, an Ace Ventura horror movie sounds like it would be a, a fun, a fun time for sure. It would be so fun. Yeah. yeah, we don't have enough like straight up like nasty horror comedies. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Let's bring this genre to life. Hell yeah! All ready right, I'm ready for one? my next one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm going to keep going with this theme of, of uh, trying to control something that most people wouldn't be able to control. So uh, I got to bring my man uh, Dom Toretto from Fast and Furious <laughs> in here. <laughs> and he's going to take on Christine the car. Oh, Ooh. shit. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how much it is about family. <laughs> uh, something about does, does, something about busters go ahead does it end with him driving the car or does it start with him driving the car because at some point he's behind that wheel yeah, yeah i think it starts with him driving the car and then he gets eyes for another car oh right? so, christine um, gets jealous yeah. Yeah. So, exactly so yeah. christine is is trying to you know, fuck with him by taking out his family, you know? Um, and, uh, then it gets to the point where, you know, he has to get inside Christine uh, and, uh, figure out how to 
you know, contain that that beast. Yeah. I you like- could even slot this in between like the last uh, Fast and Furious and the next one to come out, and that's how you explain. Yeah, that's how you explained it to the appearance of Ryan. <laughs> yeah, that's, oh, that's perfect. Just legit. Yeah, You're like Christine murdered Brian. It's about oh family, God. Brian. Uh, we t- we come to find out that Christine actually rigged the other car. To never mind. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> Uh, All right, with that, next pick. <laughs> uh, that was like uh, both of your picks, Ace Ventura vs. Cujo and Dom Toretto vs. Christine. It's it's like almost the same movie where it's like they're going to be able to tame the thing that's chasing them, you know, both of them. Drew, you're up. I wasn't even going right. to give you guys as, a chance to care about my thought. <laughs> uh, as I said earlier, I, cut, I, I threw in some TV if if this is no good, that's fine. But I like this pick. So I'm going Gilman, Creature from the Black Lagoon, versus The Deep from The Boys. Oh, Ooh. shit. <laughs> I like that this, uh, this, uh, this monster is going against this guy who's just trying to figure out himself and <laughs> apparently taking peyote now and everything else. So... To really get oh, into wow. himself. So, yeah, season two is real fun with the deep. <laughs> oh, yeah. I haven't seen the boys yet, so I, I need to check it out. That's my next show to dive into, but he's got some Gilman like qualities to him. He does. Like Gills. He's got Gills. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a Gill man I, himself. <laughs> I could justify this matchup because where Gilman is half fish, half man. The deep is half man, half fish, so they're not the same creature. Okay, <laughs> I see. I'd, I'd be excited to see uh, the deep bring in that uh, that rowdy uh, school of tuna that he talked about in, in season two. I believe <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, those guys are great. <laughs> <laughs> Which is always one of my favorite things. Whatever, whenever you're watching the boys, and he starts talking. He's like, "I met these real cool sea turtles <laughs> off the coast of Australia. Really fun." <laughs> I love that shit. I love the first season when he's driving with the with the, uh, the dolphin. dolphin in the van with him. Oh my god! Dude, I, oh my god! I need to see this. I, I, that was one of the funniest scenes I've ever seen. Like I, like I, that was one of those pausable things where you just have to stop because you're laughing so fucking hard. Yeah, it was it was great too. when he's like at the grocery store and he's like telling he's talking to that lobster. He's like, I'll, I'll get you out of here right now. Yeah. He's like, Yes, I'll take this lobster. And the guy just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so great, dude. It's like everything he tries to do, it just gets fucked up. <laughs> I love his story. I'm arc. All of his aliases, yeah. fish dick. <laughs> I love his arc in the second season too. Like just the where yeah. he's going in life. It's really funny, dude. And that that whale thing. <laughs> It's oh, so fucking gross. I like how we're just saying like random words and Andy's gonna watch the show and be like, Oh, that's what they're talking about. Oh that's what I know. <laughs> oh, I'll forget. I'll well forget. I can't we can't go oh. into any more of it, but yeah. yeah no. uh, Alright. Here we go. Andy, I can't believe you haven't seen it considering A Train is like one of the main characters. Oh really? Yeah. You talking about 
In fact, NXT in, in the first, no, 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 not Albert. <laughs> okay, I was like, what? He's in it. How does he no. manage his time? No, it, it, <laughs> the A train in the boys is essentially the Flash, and uh, okay. He's, he plays yeah, a big I, part of the main story arc. So, honestly, this was literally my next show that I was like, I need to watch. You guys want this. a bell break? And I've this? just been saying it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, no, we don't need to. Yeah. Go ahead. You're you're done talking about it. I just I just stopped again. Uh, here, I'll I'll start it again. You ready? So, anyways, tell me more about the deep. I was just going to let just, you go take your pick. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm just joking. All right. So for my next pick, I already have it on deck. I know exactly what I'm going to do here. I even have like, I have this this movie poster in my mind. So, mm-hmm. uh, and basically the tagline for this movie was, I was a run-in and it's Forrest Gump versus 28 Days Later Zombies. Oh. oh, that's yeah. so much better than what I had. <laughs> he wow. just has to keep running. I, I was that. Uh, running. <laughs> that's that's the whole thing, yeah. That's way better than what I had Forrest Gump matched up with. Oh, really? I love this. What was yeah, yours? I think you had Forrest Gump oh, you and not zombies. Uh, Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> Jesus. Because they're two dummies. <laughs> There's got to be a scene where he encounters like a, a Jenny's uh, zombie, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, there's going to be a Jenny zombie, and a, there's even there's even going to be a uh, Bubba Bubba zombie and uh, a <laughs> Lieutenant Dan zombie with no he ain't got no legs. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, just wheeling. <laughs> I love it. Hell yeah! All right, but now he's got magic legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder if it's before or after he gets those titanium legs. I just imagine Forrest Gump running like Childish Gambino at the end of uh, This Is America video. Yeah. <laughs> we, I was a run-in. I just like to keep saying that. All right. Scrump, it's your turn for running. All right, so this next one is it's a little out there, but I when Wes told me the concept of this, for some reason, this was immediately what popped into my head, uh, and it is um, Beetlejuice versus the cast of Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I figure, like, it would be fun to see what sort of shenanigans they could come up with, and I would want to see Bernie Mac on screen with Beetlejuice. Uh, like, oh that's just, that's a thing. I don't know if it's because Bernie Mac is like a, a Chicago legend here, but <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, I very much think that there's uh, there's like talks of like, oh, Beetlejuice goes Hawaii or some shit, and like, God knows how much time we have left with Michael Keaton. So I feel that the best way to maximize that would be uh, Beetlejuice versus uh, Ocean's Eleven. I love that. I like that. I, yeah. I, I like the idea of like the Ocean's Eleven crew gets sucked into like the Beetlejuice underworld and like they have, or maybe they tried to get to that world just so they could steal something that's in that world, you know, mm-hmm. something of something inside Beetlejuice's playset or whatever, or in, or in his uh, model. Well, yeah. yeah, the best would be the reveal at the end, like you know, where they they reveal that whatever it was that they're trying to steal from Beetlejuice, they stole. 
45 minutes ago, you know? Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. And they take us through the 10-minute of how they did it. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is always the best the best part of those movies. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. After having seen them once already, I'm like, and now I just need a super cut of, of just that. <laughs> <laughs> of just that, you know, the whole 40 minutes or whatever it is, and that would be fine to just sit there and, like, all right. Oh, fuck. I'm like, I forgot he did it. Oh. <laughs> He did switch that out. Yeah, I kind of want a new Oceans movie now that you said that. You kind of got me really excited for some more Oceans. Well, I I saw, like, that all-female one. Yeah. And it was fine except for the, like, for the fact that it's not, like, all women that solve everything. Spoiler for anyone who hasn't seen it, but... uh, (laughs) Right. uh, Man factors largely into it, and for a movie based around, like, girl power women do it all yeah it's like yeah. but it's yeah. like but it all relied on a man i mean and it was fine though Rihanna charlie's was angels you know yeah. it's all the angels yeah. but they were charlie <laughs> it, i thought it was it was okay but there were some like some holes in the in the thing where i'm like what that <laughs> like that's not a thing yeah i'm but a yeah. big aquafina fan so like i'm not gonna give it any shit she was I getting it was fun in it yeah she was getting it yeah. Oh, I. Yeah. She'll she'll come after you. She'll send you a text. <laughs> Andy, how dare you say that this movie wasn't it was like good. it was it was like oh damn Aquafina's in this book like it was I don't know it was a big deal. Yeah. I was excited about it. All right. Well, uh, get excited about this because now uh, actually, Scrump, I didn't. I don't think I warned you about this part. I can't believe I forgot oh. this. But this is Raven or Sheedy, and basically it's like uh, it gives it, you have a moment to talk about something that you liked from the week, or like a show that you watched, or a movie that you saw, or, or perfect. That's yeah. that's all I do anyway. <laughs> um. yeah. right, let me play the little sound, and then we'll get into it. So a little Kevin Aldridge action. Oh, I love me some Kevin Aldridge. Hell yeah. So yeah, like a that's so raven would be something that's positive, or if you have something that's like that's pissing you off and you want to talk about that's an Ali Sheedy. That's so Ali Sheedy. You know. Uh well I don't know. I don't. This might fall somewhere in between both because I very much feel that's so raving about it. But also, what is it, Alan Sheedy? <laughs> Ali Sheedy. Uh, yeah. I'm, talk, I'm talking about this current season of Fargo. I don't know oh. if you guys have been watching it at all. I haven't started yet, um, but I want to. Chris Rock. I'm excited about it. Chris Rock is great in it. Uh, my only gripe with it is like every other season of Fargo, you have for the most part two protagonists. Yeah. Um, and this one just kind of there's just too many people and like it's it's a mob movie mob show whatever and there's there's just too many characters like i don't know who specifically we're following chris rock i guess because he's like top build um very weird but it very much feels like it is an origin story for season two's mike milligan okay because uh, it's very mafia involved uh, the kansas city mob and like there's a there's a character by the name of uh, 
he's like they call him the rabbi, but his last name is Milligan. So, and he's watching over Chris Rock's son. Oh, a, oh, okay. A, you know, they, so they're they, tying they it him, together. Uh, yeah, they call him Satchel. I don't believe that's his real name. Uh, so I'm pretty sure we're seeing the origins of one Mike Milligan, who is actually like my favorite character from season two, right after Ted Danson, because. Yeah, that yeah. guy's still so charming oh, in his old age. I know. Um, Sam Mayday Malone, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Man, we're but. getting some pornographic material while you're telling us about this beautiful show. Um, someone's just rubbing their whap all over Wes's head. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I realize this this uh, section Roll of... Up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you guys hey. look blue tonight, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was calling this the WAT, West, the WAT. It's the West Allen takeover. <laughs> I, I, I said, I'm going to come sit over there by you so I can introduce next week. And then she raped my head. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Are you guys, how, are you guys treating my boy good? Oh, yeah, dude. Having a lot of, having Absolutely. A lot of fun. Yeah. I knew you guys would hit it off. I haven't cried yet, but. <laughs> We're working on it. We're working on it. Yeah. Um, I have to tell I have to tell a funny Scrump story. Um, Scrump and I text like all, like like all of us text. I text Scrump and I text each other all the time. And just randomly, I texted him a while back, and I go, "Hey, I saw you guys have are, are those giant Baba shirts selling well on the site?" Now, mind you, this is a man who people associate pro wrestling tees with, the Scrump. And I go, "Are those giant Baba shirts selling well?" And he goes. Oh, I don't know, man. I didn't realize they were up there, I guess. <laughs> Translation, no. Well, to, to be fair, though, like, I wasn't doing anything. Like, We bought some fancy shipping machine that basically takes the job of three people. So I haven't been yeah. helping with shipping because they don't need it. Like, I, I'm a assistant operations manager, so I just do everything that the operations manager doesn't want to do. <laughs> so, I, like, as of late, I just don't see the shirts that come off the belt. That's why when, when Wes asked me, I was just like, oh, I guess we're selling those T-shirts now. <laughs> but I actually just uh, sent Wes, Wes's mom, Grandma Allen, my adopted grandmother i sent her a hiroshi tanahashi t-shirt because uh yeah. she's ho- super horny for the ace as yeah, she is. Keeping the ace all the allen's whap you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody want to say hi to scrump what hi. Up? oh hey what's up See, I, I, I mentioned you cash i mentioned i've uh, i've taken you under under my wing very much like yeah. marty DeRosa took you know, me on there. And that's by just providing you with wrestling t shirts. So, so, <laughs> well, so now we all know who to blame. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Cass has already got his future planned out. He's going to go to college in Chicago and he's going to work for Scrum. Oh, shit. Uh, Look at yeah. that. Shout out to Loyola <laughs> Mary you can, you now. You can be an uh, assistant to the assistant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> Dwight Trudit. I actually believe it's like the one year ish anniversary of when we did our live show and uh, we had, yeah, we had cash on there and I, I introduced him as uh, the coolest 12 year old that I know. And then immediately followed it up with, he's the only 12 year old that I know. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Uh, that's that's probably a a safe follow up. Yeah. That was pretty cool response. Uh, so, so, uh, so I, uh, I'm going to introduce next week's, uh, 
next week's festivities, the final week uh, of uh, Hall- the Halloween takeover. I'm on pins uh, and needles. Uh, so, so next week, uh, next week, you guys will be drafting vampires, uh, which which is good because your guest host sucks. So, uh, 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 you guys will be joined by, uh, Nerdicize's own Justin Conway. And of course, Justin doesn't suck. I love Justin. Uh, Oh yeah. He doesn't suck, but he's a real piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. He, he does uh, drain the life out of everything. So, so. He does, yeah. yeah he, he is, he's a, really, real Colin, or, or, he uh, is yeah. a real Colin, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cash recently told me we were driving, and he goes, I don't know, man. He goes, I, I'm really upset. He's like, because uh, I think Colin is so funny that now, like, I can't stop myself from making the sort of jokes that he does and <laughs> literally draining the energy out of all of my friends because they're so dis- they're so disappointed in my jokes, and I can't stop doing it. I'm like, you're a psychic vampire, dude. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> he just needs to learn a bunch of fun facts or not-so-fun facts. We have this thing now where we're constantly trying to get each other to say, what's up, dog? Yeah. <laughs> like, Hell yeah. I'll... And to the point where, like, it's gotten so reckless that I'll text him at school and be like, "Hey, what's up, dude? What's going on? What do you?" Uh, what's the... And he's like, he'll just be like, "No, stop now." <laughs> like, I just, you know, just want to know what's up, Doug. You know what's going on? Eh? I hit um, my assistant uh... with the sweet CDs nuts. <laughs> he was like, uh, he's like, "What's a CD?" Trying to pick on my age, and then I hit him with CDs nuts, and then. <laughs> He's like, damn! I just got dunked on by you. I'm I'm out of here. <laughs> See, I've recently been going around asking if anyone has a butt for. <laughs> What's a butt for? <laughs> and it and it and it worked on the seven year old uh, handyman <laughs> slash janitor that we have. You know, I was like, hey, Is Fred, it Fred? Do you have a butt yeah, I was like, yeah. Fred, I was like, hey, Fred, do you have a butt for? And mind you, I'm always asking him really fucked up shit, but so he he should have seen it coming. That was on him, uh-huh. and he goes. A while, I was like a butt for. He goes, "What's a butt for?" I was pooping mostly, and he was he was not happy with that. Uh, I love those jokes. Uh, the classics never go out of style, guys. No, they never. don't. <laughs> What's old is new again. Yes. Well, boys, uh, you have fun, um, and uh, yeah, you guys will have fun next week when Justin drains all of the uh, joy and beauty out of your lives for a couple mm-hmm. hours. So, uh, so yeah, have fun. The Jenna Jameson of podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) And I will be joining, uh, scrump and stank tomorrow night to record. Uh, Yeah. This, this this Saturday we'll be dropping a hereditary review, uh, featuring the, the patriarch of the Allen club. Yeah. And I'm, I'm particularly excited to, to talk about it because I rewatched it the other day and, uh, we rewatched it with Cash and his girlfriend, and she had never seen it. And if you've ever watched a freshman in high school's face when certain things happen, like oh, it's God, better than the movie so much itself. Fun. Yeah. So, oh my God. Yeah. So nice family man watching a family movie. That's right. It's all about family. It's all about family. Well, you'll see on this episode, it is all about family. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you boys have fun together, Scrumps. Love you, buddy. Love all you guys. See yeah, man. Too, man. Love you too. Love, you, too. Right. Love talk, you. Talk to you guys soon. Take care. Bye. Later.
God, what a piece of shit that Wes Allen is. Am I right? (laughs) Now he's gone, we can really say what we want to say. Uh, Uh, Speaking of pieces of shit, man. So this, my, my, that's so shitty. Um, look, man, we're, we're about being honest on the draft pod. And, and, uh, honestly, I was in the shower the other day and I was like, something's happening. Right. Waffle Uh, stomping. No, no. Oh my God. Because I tried to take care of myself and dry off my thighs. So I wouldn't sit on a toilet and, you, nobody likes the feeling of having wet thighs on a toilet seat, yeah. right? It's the worst. Uh, you start to slide in. Dry them off and uh, didn't make it. And uh, my wife caught me walking out with a shit on rug. Uh, and she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, uh, what is- happened? Don't worry about it. <laughs> why, why does Halloween bring out the shit in us? I don't know. No, no, no. no. Don't say that. us. Doesn't bring out the shit in us. It brings the shit in you two. It brings out the shit in you. Scrump, I don't know if you know this, but two of the people that are on this Zoom call right now have very loose bowels. I have no idea what their deal is, but... Uh. James claims he's never shit his pants, which has to be a lie. It's it's a hundred percent a lie. I've also never shit my pants. Like I, whenever people bring up the story, I bring up the story of when I was in like seven. It was the summer between like seventh and eighth grade, or eighth grade and freshman year. I don't know. It all kind of blurs together. But there was a kid. His name was Christian. We're all at the beach, and he was (laughs) like, he's like, man, yeah. He gets out of the water. He's like, I gotta take a shit. We're like, what? Come on, no. And as he's standing there talking about having to take a shit, this kid named Ari runs up, kicks him right in the ass. And he just shits it. He just shits his pants, comes down the side, like by the shorts. And it was, we all just didn't want to get back in the water. We're the sand after that, really. It was disgusting. It was really fucked up. But like as 12, 13 year olds, the funniest thing, the funniest thing in the world. Oh my God. Uh, if we have an episode of our podcast where Drew tells a sto- his story about shitting his pants, and it's, it's one of the most epic pants shitting stories in the history of pants shitting stories. It is. Uh, it is. But yeah, my God, but, yeah, what is wrong with you guys? It. I don't know, man. Go, well, go like, listen to our uh, uh, campaign platforms from two years yeah, ago. Yeah. You want to hear that story? Uh, but like, yeah, trying trying to clean off the legs was. Uh, Sometimes you're just a second too late is the moral of the story. But sometimes sometimes you can just close up your sphincter and not worry about it, you know? Nope. Like Wouldn't you can happen. control your bowels? I thought I was. Okay. Until I looked down. <laughs> so anyway, The Cabin on Netflix. That's my That's So Raven. Oh, uh, that was going to be mine. Oh, it's, it's, uh, it's a pass on to Drew. Uh, yeah, dude, that that shit was so, so fucking good. It's, oh, I, I mean, it's hard to explain. It's kind of like Eat, Pray, Love meets Jackass meets Comedians. Like, uh, it's just all about like him trying to, you know, find his center and you know all that kind of stuff. And it reminded like, me of you. It reminded me a lot <laughs> of you. <laughs> I I I appreciate that because I watched that and I was just like, this looks like so much fun. Yeah, uh, the episode when when he puts Miss Pat and oh, Haley Cuoco together. Oh my goodness! Fucking hilarious. He invites, he just invites his friends up to this cabin in the middle of nowhere, and they just have fun, and it is fucking hilarious. So. Yeah, That's I was cool. crying, laughing. It was so funny. Can't suggest it enough. Hell yeah! I uh, I do have another one. Uh, last night, I no, 
Saturday night, I went to a Halloween party, and it was this uh, this guy I work with. He's uh, Mexican, and I feel like I've been doing parties all wrong. After going mm-hmm. to this Mexican guy's party, it was fucking amazing. <laughs> like it was just DJ. Like he was telling because I left at like three thirty in the morning, and he's yeah. like, he's like, yeah, the DJ was still playing music at like five thirty. Like, and it was like I I remember leaving there and like driving away from the house and going, I can still hear the house. How is nobody fucking <laughs> yeah. called the cops? Like it was fucking crazy, but it was oh so much fun. Yeah, it was all, I mean, I don't know. It was a good time. Dude, I've, See, I've, I've, I've been there. I've yeah. been to some Mexican parties. Like uh, They played musical chairs. Know. Yeah. Like, it was fucking awesome. <laughs> that, that's, that's why, as a Mexican, I, I, if I can, will not host a party. I will attend them. Yeah. I won't host them because nobody fucking leaves. leaves. Yeah. Nobody leaves. <laughs> nobody leaves. <laughs> no, you, I'll turn the music off, start cleaning up. Put away your know, foods and drinks, and everyone's just still just hanging out. And I'm like, yeah, I got to work, you know. Like, oh, man, that sucks. I'm like, yeah, work, yeah. work very early, and they're like, yeah, so, well, yeah sorry about that. Get to bed. Yeah. But what, the one thing I do love is just like the there's like this opening because I I kind of had this with my because uh, my sister in law is Mexican too, and she it's kind of like that with her family. Like there's just this very like opening arms open arms policy where they're just like, yeah, I don't care. The more the merrier, everybody come in. Like they didn't give a fuck. And it was just like, I don't know. It was so much fun. I, uh, I went as Bane so I could hide an N95 under my mask. So, uh, <laughs> Solid. Yeah. So I think I was the only one they were doing, uh, they were playing a flip cup and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to share cups. So I'm just being like, oh, I, I, don't, I don't like that game. I don't like that game. <laughs> That's a good call. That's a good call. Well, but, yeah, it was, it was fun. Dude, and the drinks, the drinks yeah. that they can make are incredible. Obviously, there's a there's a lot of cervezas and all of that. But, like, like, if you have a good, like, you know, if they got a cooler of some shit, drink what's in the fucking cooler because it's going to be delicious. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I didn't go to any parties or anything. Uh, I'm, <laughs> so I'm just still hiding out in my house, but, uh, that was the first thing I've been to that was like yeah. more than like four people. Yeah. I actually, uh, I, I caught on to a show on Hulu that I didn't know existed until now. And I'm pretty mad about that, but I'm a huge Tim and Eric fan. And, uh, I told Drew and Andy to, uh, to check this out. I don't Good. know if you guys did, but I tried calling you like three days in a row to talk about toes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. I, yeah. Uh, and I was, then, but I, I yeah. laughed even harder. I was harder probably high or something. The, yeah. <laughs> I, dude, the, the like mafia one, that one had me crying. I haven't gotten there yet. So. Oh. But anyways, the show is called Tim and Eric's Bedtime Stories, and it's on Hulu, and it's from 2013. And I had no idea that this show existed, but it's basically like Tim and Eric wrote actual horror stories, like legit horror stories, but then they play the characters in the stories. So it's, it makes it funny. And they even, they even pepper in some of their, you know, their specific type of humor. 
but the stories are all like legit, like beginning to end, like legit real horror stories. Like they're good. And like the first episode really got me hard when like Tim Heidecker comes out as the next door neighbor and he's just talking and he's saying all the things he wants Eric to bring to the party, you know, or whatever. I don't know if you guys saw that, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, just and then the end of like you think that it's gonna be like a funny Tim and Eric thing, haha, <laughs> you know, but then by the end of it you're like, Holy shit. You're like, That's that's fucking scary what just happened. So yeah. it, it like the show kinda like I don't know. I don't know if that's why I, I like it so much or what, but like uh and then the Bob Odenkirk episode, like I'm I don't wanna even say anything about it. Just watch it. <laughs> it'll fucking make it'll make everything in your body curl. Uh <laughs> And even like there's an episode where Tim and Eric both play a lesbian couple. And I just thought, (laughs) I thought it was so funny that like they didn't even get women to play the characters. They played them (laughs) themselves. But, but the whole episode, it doesn't even really have any jokes at all. It's literally just a horror story. But the funny part is that, Halfway through, so you start thinking, okay. like you, they, it, you almost trick your mind into thinking you're watching two lesbians. But then, like you, it just comes back to you. No, that's fucking Tim and Eric dressed as women this whole fucking time, and I'm lost in this story about what's. Uh, it's fucking crazy, but yeah, Tim and Eric's bedtime stories on Hulu. Check it out; it's fucking awesome. Perfect time nice. of year for it too, you know, Halloween and all that. Yeah, and it's an adult swim show, so it's like twelve minute episodes. Yeah. Like it's great. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's fun, man. It's fun. But uh, also, Scrump, you want to go ahead and uh, shout out some more of your what what you got going on? Uh, where can we find yeah, you? What's your stuff IG? Like that? Uh, yeah. So uh, as far as for the podcast, it's just at PWTCast on Instagram and Twitter. Um, like I mentioned, we're doing a series. We've been doing a series of Halloween movie reviews. Uh, this past Saturday, we did uh, The Shining with Marty DeRosa. Before that, we did uh, House of a Thousand Corpses with a half-assed Devil's Rejects uh, <laughs> review as well because yeah. we just wound up talking about the both. But with a um, uh, friend of the show, Marvelous Matt Nix, he's, uh, he, it's his wrestling school over here that you, you guys can't hear, but I, I can hear. <laughs> they're, very, they're very loud. And then, yeah, we'll be doing this Saturday, Hereditary with uh, – Wes Allen, and then wrapping it up on Halloween Day, we'll be dropping an Idle Hands review with uh, my, buddy, my buddy Vinny uh, over from uh, the Cryptic Closet, where uh, he sells a Fanny DeVito, which is a, <laughs> oh, uh, man. which is exactly what it sounds like. It is a fanny pack uh, with the likeness of one uh, Danny DeVito. Oh my and god! It is the most it is the most amazing thing ever. I want that, that now. Crazy I want that. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, listen, if you use promo code PWTCast, you get a whole ass twenty percent off. On oh that. that's shit! For everybody, all gonna, that's, that's yeah. for everybody. And it's gonna, a lot of horror pun themed stuff that he has over there. But my favorite, of course, is the Fanny DeVito. He uh, that's amazing. Did, yeah, he did some Bernie Sanders ones and sent them to Bernie Sanders. If he ever got them, I don't know. But someone from a. <laughs> Bernie Sanders' crew reached out and he he shipped those over. Uh, That's but awesome. Yeah, like if, if any of you guys uh, I feel enjoy the burn. what I have to, <laughs> <laughs> if any of you guys have uh, enjoy what I have to say, like some past episodes for first time listeners, uh, you know we've got the likes of Cole Cabana, Effie, Kylie Ray, Ethan Page, Hornswoggle, uh, Killer Cross. Yeah. 
as well as just like random episodes with people from the shop. Uh, those are always pretty fun. There's a Jericho Cruise episode that's it's very long. It's basically like a diary of <laughs> us on the Jericho Cruise that, and with it being Halloween, it starts with uh, a story of someone being found dead in an apartment. Oh, oh my <laughs> and god! And it ends, and it ends with uh, myself and my co-host Stank uh, stopping someone from potentially falling off a boat and dying. It's really. Oh my it's god! Really wild, it's a really wild story. That one again. It's one of my favorites because as days go on, we get more incoherent. Like <laughs> there, there's just straight up one episode where we're talking, and then I we just start yelling at uh, our friend, stupid Michael, who was in the cabin with us because he kept coming in. Like he just kept coming into the cabin as we were trying to record, and we'd occasionally stop. And at one point, just like God damn it, I'm like what the fuck do you need, Michael? And he's like, I just want my, he's like, I just want my charger. And I'm like, you've been here three times. Here, like my chargers, uh, but yeah, a lot of a lot of fun episodes over there. And like, if during the summer, whenever Watchmen was out, it was essentially just a Watchmen review podcast. Um, were you uh, were you part of that secret thread? Was I part of what the secret thread of uh, the the post people? Yeah, so I yeah, okay. I, uh, for for those of you guys uh, if, who are aware of uh, post wrestling. Uh, I am in two secret uh, threads, one with the BDE, which yeah. if you guys know post-wrestling, you know what that means. And then one uh, that's headed up by WH Park and Brandon from New Jersey. Uh, I Because both threads are going on at the same time, I tend to just like occasionally drop in and say things. Like I'm not as – because I'll look at my phone and it's like 91 notifications and I'm like, no. Oh. Yeah. We got that. We have secret threads <laughs> as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nice. Hell yeah. Uh, I think that's it. I mean, I don't know what else uh, I have to plug. Um, back on Tinder, if any of you ladies listening are in the Chicago and area, make yeah. sure to, to swipe right. It's it's, right. it's the warehouse with Andre the Giant on the side of <laughs> yeah, I have, my place is the warehouse with Andre the Giant on the side. Uh, I have a really great credit score. I know ladies, that's what they should be. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm really close to 800 ladies. So, you know, if we choose to get a home, that, that'll come in handy. Just go. think about it. If you're looking for a uh, seatbelt yeah. seat into an arm bar, he can take you to a ring. <laughs> Oh, sure. yeah. Alright, well, this has been There's a raven Oh, there's a sheep Draft on it, you know If it's splendid or it blows So raven, so sheep Grump, you're back up for your fifth, fifth and final pitch. All right, so bear with me on this one. I'm, I'm a huge fan of anthologies. Any, if, any, if something is an anthology, I'm likely to watch it and probably enjoy it. Uh, so with this one, I'm going with uh, this character is. It's going to be the house from Cabin in the Woods. Is, is that okay? okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. All I right, picked a car. That's awesome. And uh, <laughs> the cast from Inception. So hear me out how this works. Whoa. They're stuck Whoa. in that house, right? And everyone, they're trying to figure out a way to get out. So everyone's going, you know, you take turns. One person goes under. And every single time they go under, 
it's a different scenario because if you've seen that movie on that board, there's yeah. like you know hundreds of things that can uh, happen. So uh, in this movie, you know, you have it's like six, seven of them. Yeah. So it gives you six, seven little shorts that you could do. You can bring in all sorts of weird, fucked up shit, and it's, it's just all self-contained. Uh, so I thought that would kind of be fun because again, I'm, I'm a huge fan of anthology. So uh, yeah, the cast of Inception versus the house from uh, Cabin in the Woods. I like JGL in this trying to figure out how to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, and you know you could have uh, one of the villains or one of the people that come back is his character from Looper, and he's trying to kill him. <laughs> Whoa! Damn, that's you just that's incept- inception. Yeah, you just incepted me just now. <laughs> I'm incepted. Oh man! Uh, oh man! Exactly. <laughs> I th- yeah, I think this is a great idea because you got you got so many different directions you can go with it. That's that's fucking that's an incredible idea. Yeah, like they don't all necessarily have to be hits, yeah. but it, it, you know, at the end of the day, like you can totally just have one where like Tom Hardy gets just decapitated, mm. and you don't got to worry about like oh fuck, now we lose Tom Hardy because goes right back, Breaks back up, yeah, yeah, fuck. But- that's a that's a killer pick. That's a hell of a fifth pick. It's a good fifth pick. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will admit I had to I had to switch. I had both of those in there with different ones. I had to just switch it around because we kept you guys mentioned some of the ones that I had in mind, but <laughs> like I, I was gonna say Pennywise versus the cast of Inception, but yeah, Ray Ray listen, I was okay. Once you said Ray Ray, I was like, you know what? Like, that is to- that is totally acceptable because uh that that is the movie I want to watch now. <laughs> uh, shit. I think uh, we're at the next pick, so here we go. This is my fifth pick. And I got options here. Let's did you just Jack Harlow me? I did. I did. <laughs> I actually have some good ones left on the board here, but I, I guess I have honorable mentions. Sorry, right, we got I, honorables. We got true, honorables. Yeah. So I think uh, I'll pro- I'll make I'll make Wes happy now, and I'll take Wes's uh, favorite horror character, and uh, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna go Indiana Jones versus Leatherface, and hear me out. Ooh. Hear me out I'm, as to why. I'm hearing you out. So Indiana Jones is covered from head to toe in leather. And he's fighting yeah. leather. That's the only that's the whole thing. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just leather versus leather. I like leather. the face melting thing. Leatherface could have had his face melted, right? While Indiana wasn't looking. And all of a sudden, Leatherface took some of Indiana Jones's leather to save himself from his face completely melting, and then so boom, you didn't know. You don't look story. at me! Don't look at me! I'm hitting a Don't look at me! <laughs> <laughs> leather torso versus leather face. I, I, oh, ca- I kind of picture this movie ending with just kind of leather faces, like standing in the street, like spinning his chainsaw all over the fucking place. But then Indiana Jones just pulls out a gun and shoots him in the fucking head. I I, I feel like a good way, like if somebody were coming at you with a chainsaw, I think a whip is a good way, like, Oh, get it wrapped around that thing. And like, that's actually a pretty decent defense against a chainsaw. So that's the big third act, uh, the whip versus the chainsaw. That's right. That's right. Look at that. And then Shia LaBeouf comes in on a motorcycle. Oh my bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, 
And then, and then at the end, Indiana Jones is walking around in a pair of leather face boots. You know? Oh, boom. The end. Hype beast. And then, no, maybe like the very end is him giving a second pair of leather face boots to Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> Here, Dad, I made you these. <laughs> I like that the front of his boots is the actual leather face. Yeah. That's, it looks like a cool design. Oh, yeah. Like it's right it's on the top. Actually, looking at you. Yeah, yeah. But you, you don't even see that till the end of the movie, where you just pan down. That's right, yes. exactly. And, and then it just winks oh. at you, and then close. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. Finn. All right, Drew. Uh, I'm really torn here. Well, don't worry. Mine's going to be really stupid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I have... I have one just, just kind of like a natural matchup, you know? Just one of those. But I have one that's just going to I think would be more fun. So I think I'm going to go with the one that's more fun. All right. And I'm going to go Gremlins versus... Ewoks. Whoa. <laughs> I think I, I, I would ow. love to see that. Like, I, just like, you know, the Ewoks with their primitive weapons and, you know, Gremlins just yeah. doing what Gremlins do, just wiling out. And, and Ewoks are basically Mogwais. Like, yeah, before exactly. they're Gremlins. They're, like, they're pre-Gremlins. Yeah. yeah. At any point, do we see uh, an Ewok hook up with uh, that lady Gremlin from Gremlins 2? Oh, yes. <laughs> That's... Oh, God, Gremlin's still one of the best sketches. That's all I could think of. <laughs> the Key and Peele sketch? Ever, the, yeah, yeah, the Key. Have you ever seen that, Scrum? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, but like yeah, it, Like a South Park sex episode, like sex scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but with them. Like, Team America, like yes. just over the top sex scene. Yes. <laughs> or even better, like it goes to them and then you just directly cut to like a woman dressed like very poor, like gremlins makeup and just like some big swole dude as an Ewok. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just show them fucking and then just, again, oh with God. this cute little Ewok. And, uh, I know, swear that'll turn to a genre of porn that like will be a thing yeah. in 2021, you know? <laughs> you could probably search that right now and pull it up. Yeah, yeah. true. Uh, oh, shit. Uh. I love it. Yeah, it is. It is. I, <laughs> I'm I'm local porn expert. Yeah. Uh, I want I want to be I want to. My goal is to be on a TV show where it says Drew Kistler, uh porn expert. It's like porn stump, historian, stump, but for porn. <laughs> I'm just a, I'm just a talking porn. head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's Ass Gazer's <laughs> 73. <laughs> I like the idea. I like the idea of like Wayne from Wayne's World. And like, remember when Garth says, remember he says something like, uh, did you ever get attracted when Bugs Bunny dressed up as the girl bunny? You know? But yeah. since I have a Wayne's World <laughs> horror movie, he would do the same thing, but he would say about the girl gremlin. Or the girl dresses up. <laughs> yeah. you know? Oh, I, mean, I love that. And, and then maybe that's how he does. Yeah. Andy? All right, this one's for Wes. Um, you know, uh, Wes loves the wolf man, right? 
So I like the idea of the Wolfman being the interrogator. I just, I, I don't even care about the rest of the movie. I just want this scene to happen. I want him, to, the Wolfman, to be the interrogator when uh, Sharon Stone in Basic Instinct does the chair scene. <laughs> <laughs> you think he'll, you think his instincts will kick in and be like, oh! <laughs> just start, yeah, just starts howling, the tongue goes out the side of his mouth, just like drops down. <laughs> uh, it's just his basic instinct, you know? And he pauses it like Zach and Saved by the Bell because that's the most pause move it, moment in movie history. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, he just kind of pauses and they just replay that for an hour and a half. His, his lipstick comes out. <laughs> he jumps out of the fur. I guess it's not a furry anymore when the lipstick comes out. Uh. I don't know. We've talked about this before. You guys can go back and listen to some of our past yeah. episodes. We've talked in we've talked in full detail about werewolves, <laughs> werewolves, penises, and all that. Yeah, yeah. And plus, with that tongue, right, Drew? That's right. <laughs> that yeah. is all right. right. We don't have to reenact it, you know. Uh, uh, but I just think that would be very good. Uh, the Wolfman versus uh, Sharon Stone in a in a fun uh, horror Basic Instinct remake. So it. Is she like taking over Michael or is Wolfman now Michael Douglas's part? Like Michael Douglas is a Wolfman. Yeah. And so he's going to like Wolfman is going to be fucking Sharon Stone like this whole movie. No doubt. Yeah. Which that's a great poster is him, you know, kind of holding her up with like maybe the the wolf hair (laughs) kind of popping out of his, you know, business suit. What's up? Too, Too specific. Well, yeah, that's what I meant. My, yeah. You know, my favorite thing. Looking like a Daniel Steele model, novel. I actually, I actually love the idea of just taking a horror character and, like, putting that character in the place of another character in a regular movie. <laughs> yes. Like, that's, yes. that's great. <laughs> yeah. okay. Hear me out. It's the Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but with for, Annabelle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's actually a really good one. <laughs> the Godfather. Uh, uh, all right, uh, Scrump. So what we do now is we'll take our honorable mentions, and you'll get the full two and a half minutes. Just take all three of your honorables right up, right through that two and a half minutes. So you just pick uh, them all right now. Uh, well, coming off the the heels of. Uh, Hubie Halloween. Uh, yes. I instantly thought of Little Nicky versus Hellboy. Oh, just because, my God. oh wow! You know they're both the devil's yeah. kids. Like, yeah, it's sibling rivalry. Like be, yeah, sibling rivalry. Um, that would be fun. Another one that I had uh, was the Mask versus Pinhead. Oh, I just uh, I thought that would just be a, a fun thing to do, um, my, especially. My- my pinhead matchup was the Night King from Game of Thrones. They just oh. have similarities to me, so yeah. bring back people back to life. Yeah, I have somebody that- getting acupuncture. <laughs> Plus, they uh, both have that- spikes on their head. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, another other mention was uh, Mystery Inc. You know the kids from Scooby Doo. Yeah. Uh, yes. Inside the uh, Overlook Hotel. Oh. Like oh, I thought, that cool. just would have been a fun thing. Yeah. Um, whether or not uh, Jack Torrance is in there, who knows? But well, I maybe still, he's I, the one that's unmasked. 
So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Those those are the three honorable mentions that I pulled. God, imagine Shaggy and Scooby seeing that bear scene. (laughs) (laughs) Or imagine like Velma walking by, and instead of the the man and the bear, it's Scooby and Shaggy. Oh Oh, shit! Yeah, that scene is that scene is is now a porn. Yeah, that scene (laughs) creeps me out so much. Uh, oh. Well, you could also just do like a, a dark, serious take on Scooby Doo because that's yeah, that's what we yeah, need, you know. Exactly. And they've done crossovers. They've done crossovers with like Twin Peaks, WWE, like yeah, the Overlook Hotel is that's the next crossover. Louise are standing yeah. there as the the girl twins. <laughs> <laughs> I think that Perfect. could. There you go. Yeah, that would legit work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So I have. I'll just go ahead, you know, since you mentioned the Overlook Hotel, I'll take my Jack Torrance. I'm going to go Frosty the Snowman versus Jack Torrance. Uh, because he becomes a snowman. That's so right. it continues after he's frozen. Oh, yeah. I should have done, done Elsa versus Jack Torrance. Damn it. Oh. That would have been even better. Uh for my next one, I'm going to You go. can let it go. Oh, yeah. That was a bad Jack Nicholson. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. So is everything open back up now or no? Are we still... I guess... I think we're still nuclear. All right. We're still nuclear. Uh, all right. I'll go Sling Blade versus Candyman. They're French fried taters. And then for my... <laughs> I just want to say I had Captain Hook. (laughs) (laughs) And then finally, I'm going to go Tim Curry as the concierge in Home Alone 2 versus (laughs) versus Norman Bates. (laughs) Uh, That's pretty. uh, Yeah. All right. Oh, man. You could do a whole like Pleasantville type thing where it goes from black and white to color. Yes. Man, Home Alone 2 getting a lot of play this month. It really is. Hey, my buddy, my buddy's dad is in Home Alone 2 at the airport. And he's, just, he's a background character, yeah. I mentioned him earlier, Stupid Michael. Uh, <laughs> stupid Michael. Yeah. Uh, he would just tell us all the time his dad was in Home Alone 2. And I thought it was one of those things like when you were 12 and you would tell like all your friends yeah. that – you know that you knew someone famous, yeah. uh, but upon going back and looking, his dad is yeah, he's at the airport scene. <laughs> that's so funny. Does his dad just yeah. have that framed, and that's all he ever talks about? <laughs> apparently, apparently not. Like that's all I would do. Yeah, you know? yeah sure. Like, I yeah. just brag about that. But I would no, be like, I was the but... star Home Alone too. <laughs> I'm Macaulay Culkin. So. See those jeans? <laughs> that's my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, Drew. Oh man. You're up. All right. Well, if we're going to talk The Shining, I'm going to go with my Shining, and I'm going to go with The Shining Twins versus Kelly and Lynn Farmer. You know, the two hilarious girls from Double Double Toil and Trouble. Played by Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. The two funniest female comedians of all time. Um, I hate you. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with uh, another one. This is Two Girls Possessed Just Going At It. And I'm going Regan, Regan McNeil versus 
Jesse Spano on caffeine pills. Oh. Neither one of them can be stopped once that gets going. Um, I watched. I, a, we were... I actually watched a porn earlier that was titled Two Girls Just Going At It." So, <laughs> um, and this is a reference that only Scrump would enjoy. But I am going to go with the uh, Red Face Demon versus Darth Maul in the Battle of a Gimmick. Basically, like Booker T and Big T fighting over the letter T. So, uh, I love it. Uh, yeah, they're just, they're like, hey, I have a red and black face. So do I. Let's fight. But you have to play Duel of the Fates, though. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Lisa <laughs> has an awesome soundtrack. See, my, my favorite bit with Duel of the Fates was uh, back before the pandemic, we would go to this pool hall. And for some reason on the jukebox, they had Duel of the Fates. And uh, it was a lot of. Uh, there was a lot of really ghetto people in there. I'm gonna, I'll just say it. Yeah. I'm okay. A lot of Mexicans. Uh, it was like really ghetto in there. So a lot of just like reggaeton playing, uh, some hip hop playing. So my buddy, who's tall, Jack, like I would go because he knew no one's gonna say anything to him. So he would go over on the jukebox and put like two, three times in a row, "Duel of the Fates" <laughs> as it would play, and he would always be like drunk. So. At some point, you know, you have your daddy Yankee playing, and then you just hear, dun, 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 dun. and everyone knew it was us because, again, the tallest, biggest guy in the room is just hysterically laughing like a maniac. <laughs> and we're just, he's just like, who played that? I don't know. That's when you guys got to pick up your pool cues and just start acting it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, Andy. All right, I just want to see this thing die. Um, look, it can get hit by a fucking bus and apparently still maintain its form. So guess what, Bubble Boy? You got to match up with the shark from Jaws, motherfucker. <laughs> Try to stay alive for that. Let's see how strong your damn bubble is, you bitch. Sorry, I hate that movie. Um, all right, uh, next one I'm going to go with is Slender Man versus Fat Bastard. <laughs> oh, that's great! That should have been your number one pick. Uh, I know. <laughs> oh, that's fucking awesome. I know. Um, I mean, it just makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the last one I'm gonna go with is—it's it's uh, like, uh, do you guys ever play ice hockey on NES? Like you could yeah. pick the team, and it was like tall, skinny guy, short, fat guy, and then like a medium guy. That's what yeah, it reminds yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, but yeah, they have perfect reason to be fighting Slender yeah. Man versus yeah. Fat Bastard. Yeah. You fat bastard, you Slender Man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and then uh, last one, I'm going to go with just because I want to see him in a horror movie. I'm going to go Jigsaw versus John Wick. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's... I like the idea of Jigsaw kind of. Being the guy that's maintaining shit and John Wick just going through and just wrecking all kinds of shit. Like you know? shit. all the traps, none of the traps work because John Wick is just flipping and shooting at every, everything, oh, destroying it all. But, but it starts, John Wick is in a room with his living dog Ooh. and he has to get the key out. Oh, oh. Gee, oh, Jesus oh. Christ. Oh. Oh. So I don't want to see him kill yeah. his own dog. I don't want to see this movie anymore. Uh, I can't watch see, it. I was actually 
Go ahead. I was actually going to go with Jigsaw and Daniel Craig's character from Knives Out, the the detective oh, of uh, Benoit Blanc, I, I, yes. I yeah, believe yeah. it was. Um, but I realized, like, he, I don't think he was that good of a detective. Uh, <laughs> regardless, it would have been fun. Daniel Craig and, uh, you know, and uh, what is Billy the Puppet? Yeah. 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 Yeah, just those two, just the entire movie. Those are the only two characters. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, That's uh, any any trades or ad drops. Uh, I think I'm locked in. Yeah, I'm I'm good. Oh yeah, we forgot to tell you you have a steal card. I told if you, you uh, steal anybody's pick. Yeah, it's kind of it's a weird one to get a steal card. Yeah. <laughs> we'll bring it back I, on, and you can use a steal card uh, and, for sure. Yeah, no, I I I think with uh, what I picked, um. I'm I'm good. All right, James. Um, I I think I'm locked in. Okay. Although um, I, I am eyeballing Scrump's Little Nicky versus Hellboy. I'll tell you what. I don't know. <laughs> I kind of want that, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm good. I'm locked in. Are you locked Andy? in, Andy? I think I'm going to actually add drop. Oh, God. All right. Oh. Here we go. As good as uh, <laughs> Man and Sharon Stone is, Slender Man versus Fat Bastard deserves it. <laughs> oh. So put it in that the makes me want to do an ad drop now. Well. Wolfman versus Sharon Stone <laughs> is fucking amazing. <laughs> it got its love. So. <laughs> All right. Well, here we go. We're locked in. And uh, these are our teams of anything versus horror characters. I don't know what we're calling this. Uh, (laughs) This is Scrump's team. Number one, we got Punisher versus Devil's Rejects. Number two, we got Attack the Block Kids versus Terminator. That sounds like a badass movie. Number three, Rick O'Connell from The Mummy versus The Creeper from Jeepers Creepers. Number four, Ocean's Eleven crew versus Beetlejuice, stealing Beetlejuice's <laughs> shit. And number five, Inception versus Cabin in the Woods. So amazing. S- double Inception. For James's team of verse horror, number one, Wayne Campbell versus Michael Myers. Number two, Batman versus Annie Wilkes. Number three, John McClane versus Jason Voorhees. Number four, Forrest Gump, I was a run-in, 28 day, versus the 28 Days Later Zombies. And number five, Indiana Jones versus Leatherface. Leather versus Leather. And for Drew's team of versus horror characters, number one, Buzz Lightyear versus Chucky. Number two, Wolverine versus Freddy Krueger. Number three, Ghostbusters versus Samara. No, <laughs> just give her that sandwich with the pill. Number four... <laughs> The Deep versus Gilman, Gilman versus Gilman, and number five, Ewoks versus Gremlins. And yeah. for Andy's team of verse horror characters, number one, Agent J versus Xenomorph, Alien. Number two, Ray 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 has got a big surprise <laughs> for Pennywise. Number three, Ace Ventura versus Cujo. Number four, Dom Toretto versus Christine. That's just sight. <laughs> And number five, you fat bastard, you slender man. I like it. 
It's those a, are some squads, those man. Are, those are yeah. some pretty hardcore teams. I like it. The, all, Wes, great yeah. draft choice. Yeah. Yeah. These movies and are legit. great guest selection. Oh, yeah. my goodness. This is yeah. fun. We want Scrum back. Yeah. Hey, listen, sure. I'm I'm down. Like I like I mentioned, when it comes to an actual sports sort of draft, I have no yeah. idea who any of these athletes <laughs> are. But when it comes to anything versus horror movie characters, I'm in. Yeah. Oh, but, <laughs> believe me, I know zero about sports as well. So that's we're we're all pop culture <laughs> all the time, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, but yeah, uh, why don't you? Uh, yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say, why don't you tell everybody once again before we get out of here where to find you? Uh, so you can, uh, I, I drop, uh, along with my co-host Stank, uh, we drop brand new episodes every Monday. Uh, you can find us wherever you download your podcast, except for, what was it, SoundCloud? SoundCloud. SoundCloud won't hear this either, because we're not on there either. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, but yeah, we're uh, the PWT cast, the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees. Oh, we hardly talk wrestling. Um, you know, a lot of pop culture, just movies, just things we enjoy and uh yeah it's it's pretty fun you know we're uh episode 100 we're advertising as uh we're gonna have uh ryan barkin the the founder the owner of pro wrestling tees and episode 200 we're advertising as dave batista we've not been (laughs) (laughs) but i figured it gives us enough time to uh to get in contact with him you know oh yeah you know cm punk i know cm punk i'll i'll talk to punk because why not? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then um, I know Dave Batista's Ad- merch guy, so I'll get a hold of him for you. And I'll- <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't even tease, right? <laughs> don't, don't even tease, because I know uh, a man that knows a man that's seen Dave Batista's penis, and you know <laughs> that's a legend in itself. Right? Uh, but yeah, and then my personal stuff—it's uh—it's on on all the. Uh, the podcast, social media, and stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, this was a lot of fun. I, ha- I had a lot of fun. Um, I was racking my brain coming up with these for like the past two weeks, as Wes <laughs> told me. And I was just like, I got to run some of these by you. I was like, I don't know if any of these will be good. And I all day was going around the shop, just like, oh, should I do this? Should I drop that? I'm like, what would this be? Like, I, I think at, at one point, at one point, I had like the crew from Impractical Jokers versus and i was trying to find like us like a, a serial killer someone they would be funny with but in my head i was like it would only be funny if it's within the context of like the show like yeah. if you just do an episode of impractical jokers with like a leather face or something <laughs> yeah. Um, just kill him. yeah you know you'd be like you'd be like, you'd be like you gotta find murder. a horror character that like uh that can take a joke you know yeah um but yeah, again, just uh, at PWTCast, uh, wherever you find podcasts and uh, on Instagram and Twitter as well. Impractical Jokers versus Jigsaw because they both play pranks on each other. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, oh, man. oh, man. That's really good. Uh, at Scrump underscore one on Twitter. Go give the man a follow. Um, yeah, man. This was a ton of fun and uh, we look forward to definitely having you back. Like I mentioned, I am. I love the sound of my own voice, so I am always down to uh, <laughs> to podcast with almost anyone. I've I've only said no to one podcast, but uh, every other podcast, I'm good. <laughs> 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 I'm glad that I'm glad that we're not that one. Look at that! Hell yeah! yeah. And uh, that one, the host will be on next week, Justin. <laughs> 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 oh shit! Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, it's fine. He probably won't hear this anyway. Uh, stay cool, everybody. Stay cool.